0: Welcome to the Snakes Cast. Happy Monday! I am David Kingsmill, and you will have noticed that there were no episodes out last week. Jonathan and Emily were moving and/or helping to move, and therefore were unavailable to record. And so we took the week to put into effect a couple of the changes that we're going to be making going forwards. Uh, first and foremost, is you are going to be hearing my voice at the beginning of each episode, and I'm just going to essentially be a moderator and introducer for the discussions at hand, and then hand things off to the guests who are going to be talking about the topic that we are looking at that week. And without further ado, I will introduce the guests we have this week, who are Amy Keller and John Lowndes. I'm back!
1: <laughs> Me too!
0: <laughs> hey guys, and this week we're going to be talking about games that riff off chess. Chess. Chess has been around for a long time and is a game that I think most people probably will have played. But for the purposes of anybody who might not have done, or might be a little fuzzy on the rules, uh, 30-second hotspot, how do you play chess?
1: So there's two players. One uses black pieces, the other uses white pieces. You start on either side of a checkered board. The goal of the game is to knock out the opponent's king.
2: Cool. Yeah. Land on another person's piece, they're dead, every piece has its own style of movement, your pawns are kind of garbage, they move one space forward, your knights jump things because they're on horses, and your castles sail across the board. Because I think, I think they ran out of names for their pieces. <laughs> uh,
1: Did they actually call them castles? I it's, thought... it's a rook. Oh, okay, yeah, because I always use the term castles because I
2: didn't bother. Well, looking Well, it looks up, like right? a castle.
0: Let's be fair; yeah, it's
2: a little castle type. I
0: think they are often called castles, and you okay, talk about but... castling, yeah, which is know. a specific move they can make. Yeah, well, oh, there you go.
2: Yeah, you know that's how castles work, right? Mm-hmm. In chess, all of our castles are on wheels, and they just <laughs> soar across the land, <laughs> conquering everything in their wake. So, chess has been around for thousands of years at this point in time. Are you guys chess players? Uh, I love playing chess with my mom, and it's great. Uh, it's adorable. We have tea and we play chess. We used to play it all the time when I lived with her. Um, like at least a few times every day. It was just great. I beat her every time. She hated it, but it was adorable. Um, sometimes I let her win. Uh, don't tell her that. She feels really good about it. Um, it's a very nice sort of casual two-player game to sort of relax, sit down, and just, you know, focus on something that stimulates your mind for a few minutes it's really good
1: see i totally disagree i think chess is one of the most stressful experiences oh, <laughs> going through so <laughs> <laughs> every time i think i've played chess um and t- tried to take it seriously was with someone who competes and plays chess um like i guess as a i wouldn't call it a sport but they take it's more than a it's hobby it's really them, hardcore right? for something yeah they In get a really, professional tournament yeah, yeah exactly and so it's uh it's Kind of sad at that point to just know you're going into something.
2: Interestingly, on that note, it kind of reminds me of my experience with Magic the Gathering. It's a fun, silly, wonderful little relaxing card game that you can play with a casual player. But if you play with someone who knows the game too much, it's intimidating as all get out. It's a nightmare playing Magic with like competitive Magic players. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's sort of the element of like a pure strategy game like chess is it can be relaxing if you're both sort of on the same level, but the moment that you realize that it's a game that really benefits to knowing the game better than the other player, like it really uh, supports the more experienced players, Mm -hmm. then it becomes very stressful because it's a game of pure wits, right? You just don't want to look like an idiot.
0: (laughs) Well, and here's the interesting thing to me, given it's something that can go so deep, and I suppose the same can be said of Magic as well, at the same time, especially if you grew up in the 90s and you had Microsoft Windows 95 or whatever it happened to be at the time, it was probably one of the first board games you ever played that's on true. the computer. Yeah. Because everything came with chess.
1: Can we next week talk about Minesweeper uh, variants? Because yeah. <laughs> that was my game. Yeah, that's cool a games. <laughs> Oh, there you go. Yeah. Actually,
0: it kind of is. <laughs> yeah.
2: I never even noticed that. Best way to teach that game, Taboo Crossbred with Minesweeper. I
0: like it. They get it in a second. <laughs> anyway. So in terms of chess variants, we're going to be looking at games specifically on Wednesday, but what are we talking about when we say chess variant?
1: Yeah, I think that's something that we were talking about earlier as well, trying to uh, define specifically what makes a game a chess variant. Is it the goal of the game, which would be to capture an opponent's, you know, captain or king or whatever? Is it, you know, your position on the board and how how the initial setup is played out? Or is it more about the abstract element, not having kind of a general theme, but not really a a plot or like dense artwork or dense themes to the game? Just keeping it very bare bones?
2: Or is it the aesthetic of a chessboard? With yeah. like a grid-based layout and like abstract pieces on it, mm-hmm. it's hard to sort of define exactly what makes chess chess, and then every game that plays on that. At what point does it become an abstract two-player game, and at what point is it a chess variant?
1: Yeah, one thing that I think we could definitely talk about is how chess, as something that pretty much everyone has played at some point or has at least heard of, um, how can board game designers use uh, the structure of chess or the theme of chess to make gaming a little bit more accessible for newer players.
2: Mm-hmm, yeah, because it's it's an intimidating game for new players. Uh, so I think usually it's something about simplification. Mm-hmm. Um, like what, what are other chess games you could do? Something like Onitama?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Kamisato would be a good example.
1: One thing I have here is just talking about mechanics and how mechanics can reflect uh, chess as a game. So one of the things that I think we were discussing when we were trying to come up with the theme for this episode was um, choice reduction and uh, a way that you can make a game similar to chess but more accessible for newer players or something that kind of invites newer players in is giving players fewer choices on what they can do on their turn. Um, so yeah, when we were talking about you know something like Onitama, you're playing cards uh, mm-hmm. that allow you to move your characters. But and you only, only ever f- have
2: two, right? Yeah,
1: and there's only five cards in the whole game, right? Mm-hmm. You, you rotate them out the more you play a game, but um, for that specific sit-down, you only get a few different choices. And what makes
2: chess such an intricate but also a stressful game for new players is that you're inundated with choices. You have, what, eight, nine different figures on the board at all given times, and so you have so many choices. With Onitama, you have five pieces each and two moves that you can do. So I think that's the best way that board games have... Tried to make chess a more accessible format, something to reduce the amount of choices that the player has to work with, Mm -hmm. which it's, it's not less of an interesting game. And Onitama or the Duke are both very fascinating games. But I think the best way to make them accessible to new players is just by limiting what they know all at once.
0: Well, it sounds like there are some games that have really riffed off chess in an interesting way, and let's have more of a discussion about those on our Wednesday episode, where we're going to look at some of the games that have really succeeded in taking something from chess and turning it into something different. So, if you're interested in chess like games, then tune back in then, and we look forward to seeing you. Bye for now. Bye. Farewell.